Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This conference will... Please get out your pens and papers. We'll get ready to take notes at 9.02 Eastern Time. Developing the Killer Instinct. Building the Killer Instinct. 9.02 p.m. Eastern Time. Get out your papers and pens. We'll have about a 10-15 minute discussion or so, and then we'll open up the lines for any questions. Building the Killer Instinct tonight. Give it about one more minute so all of our callers from around the country can hop on. We have people calling in from all over the country, from east to west. That's exactly what I like to see. As your coast-to-coast mindset coach. One more minute till game time. And welcome back to Mindset Monday. I'm Gene Zanetti, your coast-to-coast mindset coach. If it's not something you're doing already, you really want to make this a part of your weekly routine. Okay, so you have your exercise plan, your strength and conditioning plan, you have your technique plan, you have to have a mindset plan. So make sure you're doing this. Make sure every week you're pulling up our Mindset Monday. If you haven't already, make an appointment on our website for a free trial session to do our one-on-one program. 
most of our individual wrestlers are doing this right now. Also, they're calling up a Mindset Monday. They're listening in. They're getting twice the, the mental workout to make sure it's something you're doing too. Again, it's a free trial at our Wrestling Mindset website. So it's WrestlingMindset.com. You've probably already seen it before, but make sure you click, click that link and sign up. Okay, topic of the night, building the killer instinct. And this is something that many parents, when I speak to parents, when I speak to coaches, this is one of the number one things that we hear from, our, you know, as a major complaint with wrestlers, not having the killer instinct, not having that eye of the tiger out there on the mat. And that's something that, if you know, during the season a lot, we play eye of the tiger as um, our, our prerequisite or our, our preliminary, our introduction to Mindset Monday every week. We did that last week. But um, building that killer instinct, we've got to have it. We've got to have the eye of the tiger when we step on the mat. Most wrestlers know that. Okay, we know that. Now the difference is that what we need to start doing is applying it. We've got to start applying this killer instinct because, like it or not, you're going to compete against someone who has the killer instinct. And if you don't have it, they're going to take it to you. And, you know, they're going to embarrass you in front of your friends and family. They're going to laugh at you while they're doing it, holding your head down, pushing you out of bounds. You're eventually going to go against a guy like that. And Jeff and I were talking about that today. We were talking about... You know, as we grew up, we always idolized the Iowa style, the attacking Iowa style, and, and brands, and, you know, all those guys, and, and Metcalf as we started getting older. And, and a lot of people make fun of those people. And we see a lot of times, like, oh, they're just robots, or they're just zombies, or, you know, they're just, they're in a whole other world, or they're not cool. You know, some, a lot of times, when we were working with Maryland last year, one of the things the coaches told us was even at the college, a lot of the guys were, were um, you know, they were saying that, they feel like it's not cool to be the hardest worker in the room. They're, it's not cool to, um, you know, it's, it's almost like the kid's a kiss-up to the coach. You know, suck up to the coach if he's working hard, if he's really pushing himself in practice. It's like, oh, they have no life. And I'm not just picking on Maryland. That's, you know, all the coach, all the teams that we work with around the country and many of the top wrestlers. You know, major complaint we see is not having that killer instinct. Or it's not cool to be like that. Or, you know, the brand is just a robot or, or Metcalf. You know, they have, they have no life outside of wrestling. Well, we used to watch those guys and we idolized those guys. You could go one of two ways. The way Jeff and I looked at it, you could go one of two ways. You could embrace that lifestyle, start going hard, or you could do basically what most people do, and that's make an excuse. You know, these guys have no life. They're just a robot. It's not cool. They're kiss-ups to the coach or any of the other million excuses you could come up with why not to be hardcore. So you're on the call now, which leads me to believe you're, you're a step closer to wanting to be more like that attacking Iowa style. And it's not just Iowa that does this. There's many wrestlers around the country that do it. There's many teams around the country that live uh, this kind of way. So stop, stop justifying why you're not that way and start embracing that mentality. Or eventually you're going to wrestle someone who has the mentality and you're going to lose. I know in college once, um, when I was over at Rutgers and we wrestled in Nebraska, one of our guys on the team complained. He came off the mat, he got tech-fold, and he said, you know, that kid tried too hard. And, and almost like, a, you know, the, the, kid was, the kid was giving it too much. He was, he was pushing too hard in the match. And it was, almost like, it was almost like my teammate thought that, well, you know, it, it should be like effortless when you're wrestling. And I remember thinking, that's bullcrap. That's why he just got tech-fold. <laughs> Watch. Watch the season. Watch that Iowa documentary on the season. If you're on this call, you probably have already gotten our, our um, message tonight. And that's when you go all the way to the bottom, you scroll to the bottom, that's begin the beginning of the YouTube clip 
on the Iowa wrestling documentary of the season back in 2002. And you watch it with the Zaddix and with Luke Moffat and Mako and Matt Anderson, all those guys. And you see those guys have the killer instinct. They're, gonna, they're out there. They're looking to stuff you. All right? They're looking to beat you, and they're looking to make you feel bad while they're doing it. So if you're not that guy, you're eventually going to go at, You're eventually going to take the mat against someone who does that, have that attitude, and that person's going to embarrass you in front of your friends, your family, and he's going to laugh at you while he does it. So why not you be the guy who has that attitude? You've got to be the predator. We talk about it all the time, being the predator. So let's start applying that. Uh, which, which mindset principle is this? Number two, I'm aggressive and relentless. And we say this over and over, that you've got to start from the minute the whistle blows or from the second the whistle blows until the, until the second the whistle blows at the end. You've got to be the predator the entire time. Mindset principle number two, I'm aggressive and relentless. So, you know, you think about the karate kid. Strike first, strike hardest, no mercy, sir. Right? Cobra Kai, John Kreese talks about, says it all the time, no mercy. That's the attitude you have to have when you're out there. And we've said this many times, many places that we spoke, you keep scoring and scoring, and eventually the other guy's going to break, and that's when you've got to stick him in the ground. You've got to step right on his throat. You can't feel bad for the other guy out there. And, you know, this call may come across a little bit hardcore, but sometimes I feel like, you know, we're, we're talking a lot about peak performance and relaxing under pressure and how to build confidence. And maybe sometimes we don't talk enough about just being tough, just being flat and mean on the mat. You know, it's, this is a physical sport. This is not checkers or ping pong or, or, or darts. Like, it's you against another man. So, you know, you got you to almost gotta take the other person out of the equation. You got to stop even looking at him as a person. You got you to really look at this as a thing, the other person against you. It's not a person. It's a thing that's, that's against you on the mat. It's trying to stand in the way of you and your goals. If you're, if you're walking in the woods, and you have a tree that's in your way, like some sticks that are in the way. What do you do? You get rid of the sticks. You throw them right out of the way. Well, it's the same thing. You have an opponent that's in your way. This is trying to keep you from the goals that you've been working hard to achieve. Throw them out of the way. So you've got to be tough, and you've got to stick them in the ground. You've got to step on the guy's throat. And I had, a great, I had a great talk with Ben Askren once, and they said, well, what was the difference between him and Max Askren? Max Askren, who's also an NCAA champ, and what Ben Askren said is when he took, they took some kind of personality inventory and it said that the difference between Ben and Max was, you know, Ben was willing to, to deliver the death blow. <laughs> and when I say this, of course, I'm saying this in the context of wrestling. So I don't want to be confused with any of this or, oh, Gene's telling us to hurt people. No, I'm not telling you to hurt people. I'm saying in the context of wrestling, Ben Askren is willing to deliver that death blow. And Nick Simmons spoke about this also. He's known for choking a lot of guys out when he's, got, when he's wrapped around their neck in a front headlock or on top. And Ben Askren and Nick Simmons, they said the same thing when I spoke to them. They said, the other guy has an option. He could just turn over and get pinned. As long as I'm not breaking any rules, it's legal. You've got to go as hard as you can with it. So people like Ben Askren, Nick Simmons, um, Fleming from whatever school he was from, he used to, he's another guy, you know, choking people out or, Wade Chalice, the number one pinner of all time back in the 70s, he always said it, that the other guy has a choice. The person you're wrestling has a choice. They could roll over and get pinned, or they could choose to stop wrestling. They could quit. So you've got to have that attitude when you're on the mat, that when you're running the bar, again, legally, legally I'm saying this. I don't want to catch a bad rap or something I didn't say. Legally, you've got to think, 
I'm going to break this man's arm. You're not really trying to break his arm, but I'm saying you've got to run it hard as if that's what you were trying to do. When you're taking the man in a claw, you've got to think, rip his head off. I remember once uh, my dad and I, we got into a little bit of trouble because we were, we were at a tournament. We were telling my youngest brother, take his head off. And the other kid's dad got a little bit confused. He thought we meant it literally. Of course not. We're not saying it literally. We're saying when you have a claw, you have to think about taking the man's head and pulling it off. So that's the attitude you have to have. You run a half. You can't run a half nicely. You have to really, you have to run it. You have to push through the man. And you got to inflict a little bit of pain sometimes. And where does this attitude start? This attitude really starts in the practice room. You have to wrestle hard in all positions. So when you're going by the out of bounds, are you the guy that taps your friend and says, hey, let's go back to the middle? Or are you the guy that keeps wrestling by the wall? Push the guy into the wall. Uh, Coach Sachi, back when I was at Rutgers, he used to say, we got padding on these walls for a reason. There's padding on these walls so you could wrestle off of them. He said, push off of them, stand on them, whatever you have to do. Continue wrestling even when you're at the wall. So this attitude starts in practice. Stop feeling sorry for your friends. Uh, Zeke Jones used to tell us this when I transferred over to Penn. He used to say, you know, wrestle a guy in practice, break him, get a new partner, break him, get another partner, and break that person. So that's got to be the attitude. And if you're up by five points in the match, you can't be content there. You've got to think, I, this kid should never want to wrestle me again. So if you see him stalling on the bottom, you should let him up. You should force him to wrestle. Let him up and start taking him down over and over and over. And if the kid starts laying down, you know, you shouldn't feel too bad. You push him out of bounds. You stuff his head in the mat. You know, you, you barrel into him a little bit. Yeah, and again, I'm not saying breaking any rules. I'm not saying be dirty. But I'm saying be tough. Stop, stop being so nice to your opponent. You know, it doesn't, it, it's, you know it's, it's not about that. When you're out on the mat, like I said, you stop looking at him as a person. It's a thing that's standing in between you and your goal. You're working hard all the time. You're giving up time right now on your Monday night to be on this conference call. You're putting in the mental training. You're putting in the physical training. You're putting in the technical training. This, this guy on the mat or girl, whoever, whatever you're going against, is a thing that's standing in the way of you and what you're trying to achieve. So you've got to get rid of it. It's got to be eliminated. So, and I'm just saying this again as a, way, a different way to look at it, as a different way to look at it. But the attitude's got to start in practice. You know, you can't be feeling sorry for your friend if he's, re- if he's having a bad day. You got to stuff the kid. You know, and where do you really learn this? But in college, in college, you learn it. If I'm wrestling bad, my partner's going to beat the tar out of me. Some of my best friends have kicked the crap out of me in practice, right? And vice versa with me with them. That if they're having a bad day, I can't feel sorry for them because they're going to do this to me tomorrow. So when you're, when you're, when you're wrestling, You've got to keep going hard the whole time. The attitude's got to begin in practice. And like I said, you've got to be a little bit mean. When, you, when you've got the leg, you've got to suck it in. You know, when, you're, when, when you've got the guy up in the air with the double or, you, or you're lifting for a mat return, don't think so much about, well, I've got to make sure I bring him down safely. Bring the man down. You know, bring him down. If you have to bring him down with some force, do it. You know, don't be so nice when you're out there. Again, well within the rules, but make sure you bring the guy down hard. You know, let him know you're there. So it's, it's, it's all about scoring these mindset points. If you score enough mindset points on your opponent, he's not going to want to wrestle you the next time, whether you win or whether you lose. Okay, so 
any time you're you're pushing hard, he's not going to want to wrestle you again. And and back to the practice thing that if you're drilling takedowns, every time you get up, you get right back in the man's face. Get right back in his face. So when you're drilling, you get up, you get back in his face. That's an annoying thing to have to deal with someone like that all the time. But the attitude all starts in practice. And then it matches too. You know, it's right back up, you're right in his face. And, I mean, you should be just waiting for this man to break. And when he breaks, you should be laughing inside. You know, when, when, when you see him get tired, I used to love it when, I, when I'd see my guy take an injury time, my opponent would take an injury time, or I'd see him taking some deep breaths. Now I'm smiling to myself. It's like, this guy is done now. So that's what you're looking for. And we see a lot of wrestlers that get worried about getting tired out there. The best way to overcome that is thinking about making him tired. You know, every second you're on the mat, that's another second closer to that other man breaking. And as soon as he breaks, then you can have your way with him. And that's what you're looking to do. Get him to the point where he breaks, and then you can do whatever you want with him. So, you know, it's, you know and Dave Schultz, we just, if, anyone, if any one of you on the call just watched the ESPN special on um, Dave Schultz a couple weeks ago, I believe it was, he said, they said the same thing about him. Mark said about Dave, he was mean on the mat. Like, he was looking to take your head off. So you got to come out there with that attitude, you know? So I really, wanna, I really wanted to emphasize that point that you've got to be tough. And watch that Iowa documentary that I told you about, that, that Iowa the season uh, documentary from back in 2002. It's at the bottom of our last blog post. So go on our Wrestling Mindset page. Make sure you sign up for that free trial session. And then after you do that, go over to our blog and on the blog, scroll all the way to the bottom of this on the killer instinct and, you know, stepping on their throat and you'll see that link. It's a six part, it's a six part series. So it's, um, total of an hour, total of an hour. You should watch that whole thing and you see how tough and how mean those guys are. And the point is eventually you're going to hit a person with that attitude. You're eventually going to wrestle a person with that attitude. So if you don't wrestle like that now, you're leaving yourself wide open, wide open to just get abused by someone. Okay, so let's start getting tough. Let's start, you know, being a little bit meaner out there. Again, it's within the rules. We're not trying to disrespect anyone. We're not talking about, you know, talking trash or anything. We're saying, well, within the rules, you've got to be tough and you've got to be mean. You've got to do it to them before they do it to you, right? Someone's going to do it to you. So be the first one to go. Keep scoring, keep scoring. Don't ever be content by being up by seven or eight points or nine points. Get one more takedown. If you're on bottom, even if you have the match locked up, you're up by five points, and um, kid gets a takedown on you at the end, and there's, and there's only 10 seconds left. You're winning now 5-4 or 5-3, whatever it is. Get off the bottom. Don't ever finish the match on bottom. Strive to finish every single match on top. Right? That was another... That was another constant thing that Ed Zeke used to say to the team. Finish the matches on top. All right, very good. So, again, let's make sure we're doing that. We'll open up the floor for some questions. And make sure if you haven't already, check out our blog on the Killer Instinct. And make sure you watch that eyewitness documentary on the season. I will open up the floors for some questions now. One second. Okay. Any questions for tonight? And if you, hey, have, you don't Dominic, have a question, please, please, please mute your say line. again. What's that? 
This is just something as a Dominican, I just want to add something here. Like, you know, like Isaiah Martinez, just to say a little bit about him. You think he won an NCAA title by being nice and beat all those guys that he did? No, because he went out there and he went out there and was like, screw these guys, I'm taking the fight to them and I'm going to break these guys. Exactly. Exactly. So you see, you see it from the best guys. They constantly have that access. Right. Right. Um, Any other questions we have? Yes. Excuse me. How do you wrestle tough, but like with technique and wrestling smart stuff? How does how does that work? Well, again, it's got to be it's got to be it's got to be like an intelligently aggressive. So it's something. Hold on. Let me unmute these lines. So how do we wrestle? T- how do we wrestle both both tough and technically sound? And that's exactly what our what our wrestling mindset program. When you do that individual coaching program, that's exactly what it's designed to do to teach you how to find that balance. Because there are definitely very specific mindset exercises to help you find just the right spot. Right? You don't want to be if you're if you're too. Bruce Lee talks about this. If you go on our wrestling mindset YouTube page and you go under our playlists and you go under championship video library. So again, Wrestling Mindset YouTube, Playlist, Championship Video Library, you'll see a clip on Bruce Lee, and he talks about this. He said, you have your natural instinct, and you have control. And Bruce Lee says, you have to combine the two in harmony. He said, too much, he said, too much killer instinct or too much you know, animal instinct, you become very unscientific. So very, like, just all over the place. You become a spaz. But if you're too much technical, you become like a mechanical man. All right? So you have to combine the two in harmony. So it's, it's all about finding that optimal point. Yeah, that's exactly something that we would go over in the, in the individual program. So, you know, definitely take a look at that. And there's different worksheets that will put you right into that mentality. Good question. Solid question there. Okay. Next question. Yeah, I got a question. I got one. Um, how do you how do you really break past the timidness when you're wrestling kids? So, like for example, tonight I wrestled uh, these kids that I never wrestled before at practice, and I I was for some reason I, I found myself more timid and more um, having trouble opening up and moving them and and getting to my shots and ties. And is it just practicing that killer instinct when you're wrestling live, or is it like how do you Figure that out. Yeah. All right. So now, when you when you were wrestling these when you were wrestling these new guys, and you said you were thinking about um, you were thinking about who the, you know they, they were new. They were people you never wrestled before. Were you thinking about what they were going to do, or were you thinking about what you were going to do? I was kind of thinking like, well, I realized I was like thinking like, staying in good position, like wor- worried about making a mistake, kind of. Ah. Okay. Okay. Not, not thinking as much about just being like aggressive and smart. All right. All right. Yeah, that's really good. Let me mute the lines right here. Okay. Yeah. So that's that, that, that's good. So so how do we practice that killer instinct you're saying? And and you said in your in your ten minute go today that you know you felt a little bit like timid, like kind of hanging back a little bit. You know, how do you break the other man? And and it's not just you, believe me. This is many, many people. It was, my, it was myself plenty of times, too. So what you, a lot of times when we're wrestling someone new or, like, someone who's unfamiliar or someone who's bigger, we start to worry, like, exactly like you said. We worry about making mistakes. 
we're thinking about, you know, who is he? What's he going to do to me? I don't want to mess up. I don't want to get out of position. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get caught or anything like that. So we wrestle timid. That's what happens. So if you have those thoughts, it's going to lead to the, to the action of wrestling timid, right? Who is this guy? What might he do to me? What if I get caught? Those kind of tentative thoughts are going to lead to the, the action of, of being timid, like not opening up, staying very tight, not taking any chances, and, you know, just not having the killer instinct. So what you have to do to change your actions is you have to change your thoughts. Change your thoughts and start telling yourself something different. Like, what shot are you looking to get to? So I'm a low single guy, so I keep telling myself, I'm going to get that low single, low single, low single. You know, or I might tell myself, I'm going to break him. I'm going to break this guy. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to break him. You know, I'm going to tire him out. He's fading. You know, if I tell myself different thoughts, it's going to lead to different well, different action qualities out there on the mat. All right? So different thoughts lead to different emotions. Different emotions lead to different actions. All right? So I'd say the best thing you could do, and again, something we address directly in our in our individual coaching program is make sure you change what you're saying to yourself. If you change what you're saying to yourself, it's going to make all the difference in the world. And and to have that killer instinct, you've got to look at it and say, hey, if I lose, I lose. You know, if I get caught, I get caught. If I get taken down, I get taken down. It's no big deal. So one of the, one of the great things, well, a great movie about mindset is called Peaceful Warrior. And I, I strongly recommend anyone on this call Definitely buy that movie. It's probably like 15 bucks now. Peaceful Warrior, well worth every second. It's about an Olympic gymnast. And one of the quotes from the movie is, you know, being a warrior is not about victory or invulnerability. Okay? That being a warrior is not about victory or even invulnerability, but it's about absolute vulnerability. Now, think about that for a second. Being a warrior is not about victory or invulnerability. It's about absolute vulnerability. Think about this, Superman. Can he? Can you really consider Superman courageous? The answer is no, because he can't be killed. Okay, anything that can't be killed cannot be courageous, right? If you can't be defeated, if you cannot lose, there's no courage there. What makes you courageous? You know what? What makes a warrior courageous? What makes a soldier courageous? The fact that he can die. What makes it? What makes a firefighter courageous? The fact that he can be killed. What makes a wrestler courageous? The fact that he can be scored on, he can lose. If there is just an unbeatable wrestler, that doesn't take any courage, right? You know you're always going to win. So courage is about feeling fear and doing it anyway. And Mike Tyson's trainer, Customato, was very big about this back in the 80s. Um, when Mike Tyson was in his prime and, and Customato was with him, Mike Tyson was definitely at his best and his mentally toughest. And And a lot of boxing managers would say, you know, don't, don't worry about fear or, or don't get nervous or don't get, don't get scared. And Customato understood that, hey, every boxer is going to get nervous. Every boxer is going to be scared. So instead of being worried about being scared, just learn how to deal with it. And he said the difference between a hero and the coward is that that's what Customato talks about, the hero and the coward. The hero and the coward feel the same thing. The hero and the coward both feel nervous. They both feel scared. They both get worried. The difference is, the hero continues to tell himself things that push himself through it. Okay, the hero tells himself, I, I got this. I can do it. I can break this partner. You know, I can get my takedown. 
the, the coward feels nervous, feels fear, and starts telling himself the opposite. I can't do this. This guy's too good. What if I get caught? What if I get beat? And on and on and on and on. So the hero and the coward have the same feelings. All right? The difference, the hero starts telling himself the right things. The coward tells himself the wrong things. And then they act differently. So it's just a matter of what you tell yourself. And what you tell yourself is going to change your emotions and it's going to change your actions. Great question. All right, so we'll, we'll call the night on that for our Mindset Monday. Excellent. Very good. Developing the killer instinct. Make sure you watch our, um, our, our blog post. You check, out that, um, you check out that brand's clip on the season. Excellent. You're around tonight. Our spiritual strength conference call at 10 p.m. Spiritual strength conference call at 10 p.m. I strongly recommend you hop on that. And um, I mean, it's, it may, maybe sounds a little bit funny after this hardcore talk tonight about the killer instincts, but again, we're talking about within the context of a wrestling match. You have to be tough. You have to be mean. All right. So make sure you hop on that. Make sure you check out all of our other information on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube. Make sure you look at Wrestling Mindset. If you haven't already, make sure you do our, um, our free trial session. All right, everyone, have a great night. Again, our Spiritual Strength Conference call is going to be in about a half hour. Make sure you hop on that. Have a great night tonight, everyone. Take care. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night Guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.